Traditional cigarette to start the show there, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah we're pretty much experts, and we're back again. That's a cigarette? It is. I, what, I thought it, you were just smoking dope all the time. I mix them in. I pepper them in. I got a couple here. One's dope, Ooh. two are not. <laughs> you pick. Yeah. The, the guy, rolled, the guy in the van did. in the raccoon photo behind him that has one's dope and two are not cigarettes <laughs> is uh, my co-host, Mike. Hello. And the other co-host over there is my brother, Skylar. Oh, hey, everybody. Didn't see you there. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Didn't hear you come in. <laughs> uh, put your feet up. Get a nice glass of brandy. I got a pair of slippers Relax. for Christmas from my friend's mom. I've never nice. had a pair of slippers in my life, and these are life-changing gifts. You know, it's yeah. fantastic. The older you get, I guess the worse your blood flow is, maybe, possibly. Yeah. Your feet yeah. just get cold. You and they're know? just comfortable to just, like, lounge around in. Yeah. I like, I it. used yeah. to have, this is not 2019 PC whatsoever, but I used to have these, like, tells, as I'd say, for, like, spotting a gay person. And one of them was <laughs> slippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other one was okay. a dick in their mouth. No, no, no. Like, if, <laughs> if you see, like, a man with an umbrella, probably gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I could dig it. Or, yeah. like, a man who wears, like, even a bracelet, multiple no. bracelets. Because, like, I feel like, um... Straight multiple people? bracelets? Yeah, but I'm I'm also counting, like, goddamn festival wristbands as a bracelet. That's a fashion now. No, that doesn't count. I'm, okay. I'm thinking like like they're clanging around, right? Yeah, if there's some clang... Like hospital bracelets? Also not <laughs> what I'm talking basically about. A, <laughs> does basically not make you a gay if you in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, no. let's, let's get off this taboo subject before we <laughs> yeah, get into it. Fuck. Everyone's already tuned but, up. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Putting their slippers on. Yeah, I'm keeping my slippers. Yeah. I'm switching teams. I'm down. Well, when I was giving away everything and getting rid of everything to move into the van and take off, I like had like a like a internal debate with myself, and like I had the slippers in my hand. I was like, do I do I want these? Do I need these? I haven't worn them in X amount of months, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna be living in the van. I'm gonna stay comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> feel like your internet just went to shit right there for me. Is it him or me? I don't know. He got super oh, slow on mine. See, I feel like I never, ever used to wear, like, pajama pants. Oh, uh, you're going to say deodorant, and I'd say nothing has changed. Well, I, no, I don't wear that either. God, no. But do you wear deodorant, or do you just put it on? No, you, just, you get that shit for Christmas, and it stays in its original packaging until next year. Yeah, you keep oh, the I stick to... cap on it, yeah, and I... you just fucking leave. Fuck, fuck I, live, I live by the fucking deodorant code, man. I gotta. 
Why? You know, I'm only yeah. showering every three days. I, I, I fucking load up on that stuff. I just let people have to, you know, smell the goods. Shower every three days, oh. no deodorant, no shampoo. I wear so much deodorant, I could choke a Gino. <laughs> smell Persian in that van. <laughs> smell Persian. Smell Armenian in this bitch. <laughs> That's, I don't see any golden uh, curtain rods. <laughs> They're hidden, man. I don't want to give give all my secrets away. But so I hate hey. pajama pants. I don't like when I see people out in public wearing pajama oh, pants. Oh yeah, you don't go in public with them. I can't. Like, don't stand go get your groceries. That. Yeah. But uh, the roommate actually gave me a pair of uh, pajama pants the other day because I guess I was <coughs> always walking around in the buff that she was like, "Here, why don't you try these pajama pants?" And you know what? They're okay. <laughs> Tired Do you wear underwear pants. under them, or you go raw? Yeah, no, no, never raw. See, Why I'm not? not that hard. Kid. I don't know, because I'm usually wearing my underwear anyway, so it's just like a slip-on, slip-off no, kind of thing. I think thing. that's where you're fucking oh, up. Yeah. You gotta go raw. Is that where I'm fucking up? Because they're soft. The pajama yeah. pants mm. keep it raw. I can't remember last time. Like, they count as underwear. Pants. It's like long johns. Yeah, see, and they don't have yeah. pockets. I don't like that they don't have pockets. Mm. I like a good pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I like to fall asleep with change in my pockets. <laughs> but yeah, that's well. There is a pocket that's if you're it creative. For my hot takes a. Cl- What's that? I said there is a pocket if you're creative. <laughs> you mean nature's pocket. <laughs> nature's pocket. Yeah, we all got it. <laughs> yeah, nature's pocket. Nature's pocket. Yeah, that's where you put the drugs on the airplane. Yeah, yeah. And unless you're flying domestic, because now you can just get on with your drugs. Some drugs. Some drugs. Some drugs. Yeah. 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 I usually keep my chapstick in my nature's pocket. Oh, that's another. <laughs> yeah. That's another <laughs> red flag in my book. For our first Chap- subject, yeah. <laughs> chapstick. <laughs> chapstick. If, if you're applying chapstick publicly, if you yeah, if you're applying chapstick publicly as a male, <laughs> hold your slippers, <laughs> an umbrella. Yeah. Oh no. All right. Yeah. So what's this week about? We're gonna talk what's about this week's uh, episode? fucking aliens suggested by one of our users, our Facebook users sent some messages like here are some ideas for shows and aliens was too broad a subject mm-hmm. because we're gonna run out of ideas real fucking quick as if we already haven't but we're gonna focus <laughs> down on just roswell we're gonna start with uh, the biggest and At- first alien encounter first yeah i guess the one that really quotations. kicked it off eh? the first one that's like i guess like documented as like a live event not just some sumerian fucking texts text that has some black dots in the sky and they're like oh mm-hmm. what the hell's that then yeah that's fair mm-hmm. okay like in the last the first the first one in the last hundred years like i don't know like is that a way to put it i don't even know how you put it the i first, guess it's it like just... the most the most recognizable yeah uh, yeah okay. yeah the first one that was like, I guess, uh, more of a public, more public knowledge, right? It got, 
national coverage. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think it even got a little international coverage. It did. But, yeah, it did, yeah. But as, Which doesn't make it really that much more interesting, to be honest. You know, 70 no. years later, and it's like even more, it's way more boring than it would have been in the 50s. Like, <laughs> you know, when shit was jumping off. And like people were actually scared for their lives because this is a very real possibility. Now it's just like, fuck off. <laughs> See, but like, could you imagine being back then? Like, you turn on your radio and they're just like, it's like, doo, 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 doo. like we found aliens that crossed in Roswell. Tune in tomorrow for more updates. You would just be like slamming your head against the wall, just like, oh my god, I can't wait for tomorrow. This Everyone is in awesome. the cellar. Yeah, 1947, this is awesome, you know what I mean? Like, you're just freaking out, and like then you wake up the next day and turn on your radio again, and just like, do 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 You know? There was one interesting thing that kept coming up, and it was like the term flying saucer. Like, it hadn't really been used up until that point. Right. Or it wasn't like something that everybody understood as a as an alien yeah i always was confused by flying saucer because who the fuck calls a plate a saucer so when i was like a kid and being explained like that's where the name came from i'm like what the hell is a saucer like i don't know what you're talking about also on your list people who use saucers yeah if you use the word saucer (laughs) or cushion yeah (laughs) cushion yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a pillow it's a fucking pillow <laughs> oh, terrible. Okay, so I have the the timeline pulled up from the roswelltimeline.com. So any inaccuracies are not our fault. But basically we're going to read through this and then uh riff off it and Mike is clearly already so annoyed and <laughs> tuning oh, it out. It was horrible. It was We'll see if we get two days of my life even get through this, this whole event. So the introduction reads on July 2nd, 1947, during the evening, which is important to remember, a flying okay. saucer crashed on the Foster Ranch near Corona, New Mexico. The crash occurred during a severe thunderstorm. The nearest military base site was Roswell, New Mexico, so Roswell is more closely associated with the crash than Corona. I feel right away this happened during a thunderstorm. Explains so many sightings. Like, that could have been anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck would notice a crashing UFO during a severe thunderstorm? Who's outside monitoring the sky in a thunderstorm? Well, we're going to get to that. Benjamin Franklin? His name was William Woody, and he, him and his father observed a bright, arching light with a red contrail traveling south to north across the sky and then disappearing on the northern horizon. So that's your answer, Mike. Nothing. William Woody and his father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. And his father. Fucking Woody. William fucking Woody. Contrail so observer. I mean, great name. Great name. Now, where is the military <laughs> His name dad would be called Papa Woody. To Roswell. Do you, um, like, do we know? Like, is the... Is like it just sounds like if it's not aliens, it's it's coming from that military base. The military base is, I guess, the closest military base. That's all we got so far, based on this website. Mm-hmm. Now, do we know though? Like, <sighs> we can make up facts. Sound like my expert opinion. Th- it's two hundred miles away. 
Jesus, that's close. Yeah, within. All right. I'm going to say within. Within? Yeah. Okay. Within. Right. <laughs> Give or take. So that okay. was... Uh, so, that was so you th- highlighted as June slash July. So that's not they, actually they a date. Sure. <laughs> they noticed this in June slash July. And then on July okay. 2nd, which happened to be a Wednesday, Mr. and Mrs. Dan Wilmot reported seeing an oval-shaped UFO from their house in South Penn Roswell moving northwest towards the crash site. Dan Wilmot estimated being about 1,500 feet in the air and 15 to 20 feet in diameter. He just fired that off. He's, uh... Honey! Honey, it was 50 diameter! Old Dan Wilmot. Dan Wilmot can fucking pull up some facts there. 1,500 feet in the air. That's fucking high. Is it high? I don't know anything. Like, how high does a plane fly? That's like 3,500 feet. No, thousand feet. Okay. It's not a thousand. Thirty thousand. Like, yeah, thirty thousand. Oh, yeah, it's, it's that like thirty-five thousand feet. In yeah, 30, so, yeah, thirty-five thousand. So fifteen hundred feet is not high. No. Well, that's like, like two I, school buses in the forties. Two where there's school no bus buildings. No, nothing above a three-story building. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> like fifteen hundred feet is like that's yeah. got some Godzilla shit. Tell me it in school buses. That's far away. Can Evil Knievel jump 1,500 feet? No. Easy. I think he can do it twice. Back to 3,000. 3,000? 30, yeah. 3,000? <laughs> Make up a number? <laughs> in all my years. No, like, I don't know. I feel like this measurements always trip us up and the conversions. Conversion. Yeah, who cares? Who Basic cares? math, a.k.a. conversion. Um, yeah. yeah. Something that always trips me up is eyewitness reports, which are all bullshit. But in this yeah. case, like, what gives this story the most credit is there's like hundreds of eyewitness reports. But right off yeah. the bat, we're off to a really shitty start with old Dan Wilmot and his goddamn 1,500 feet and old William Woody observing a contrail during a severe thunderstorm. <laughs> And so this is like, are we saying this is like two days before the accident? This or is the this is the accident place? is on July second. So okay, this is crash night. July this is crash night. Crash yeah. night. So then the so, next day, Mac Brazel, accompanied by Brazel. a seven-year-old neighbor, D. Proctor, discover a large amount of lightweight metallic debris that crashed. On a remote pasture, Brazel was the foreman of the Foster Ranch. The pieces were spread over a large area, and when Brazel and Dee drove back home, he showed a piece of the wreckage to Dee's parents, <coughs> Floyd and Loretta Proctor. It was agreed that the debris was unlike anything seen before. Brazel removes a large circular piece of debris from the debris field and stores it in his shed. So, by process of elimination, it was not shed is, uh, material Woody because they had never seen anything like it before. Mike, your expert <laughs> I, opinion. I wouldn't have never seen it in my shed, so it must be alien. <laughs> yeah. No, Woody, Woody fucking William is done. He just saw a fucking light in the sky like 
sometime in the month before. So he saw he was okay. okay. These are all new characters. <laughs> okay, because yeah, Brazil's a that, big like, player. Leading up to the event, uh, that there was like lots of people in the southern southwest. Yeah, yeah, down the southwest of America. America. They had there was like a lot of UFO sightings in the weeks leading up to the crash in Roswell. Yeah, now, I'm sure this is where like you know your boy Willie Woody comes in, or whatever the fuck his name. Yeah, is. He, his account was June slash July. Like fucking William Woody doesn't even know what month it was when he saw a red contrail. But now we're <laughs> he knows what a red contrail is. Yeah, I don't think Woody knows what a contrail is because I don't know what a contrail is. No, no, fuck Woody. His yeah, toss his testimony stricken from the record. <laughs> Expertly stricken from the record. <laughs> Expertly thrown. I don't want to hear his name again. Okay. So, but Mac. So the morning of the crash. This is the morning. Brazzle. Uh, no, this is and the his next little day. Little buddy, find him. What's he doing hanging out with a seven-year-old? Well, fuck. I don't know, dude. Are you gonna me too, fucking Mac Brazzle? Seventy years <laughs> I think later. So. <laughs> i don't like okay are we just brushing over that part of the what story do you think? just like everybody else does it's a very good fucking question why is mac brazel hanging out with some seven-year-old neighbor on a yeah you know pasture in the goddamn middle of nowhere like how does Sounds that fishy. start like hey Sounds you want to keep fishy. why don't you look i got something to show you like come with me and the kid just like, okay. I'm going to show you something you've never seen before. I'm going to show you a shiny object you've never seen before. Okay, so they find it, and it's not a shed. Well, it was unlike anything they'd ever seen before. So it was not a shed. Okay. It wasn't the genitals a of a young boy. <laughs> 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 okay uh yeah so could have been anything at this point though except a shed that's the 100 percent. <laughs> it can't be a shed that's the only thing we're going over that so then on the next day the 5th of july old mac brazel is down in the town of corona and he hears about a three thousand dollar reward for any information on the flying disc so someone has the word out that the this military, the police, everyone is looking for this crash site. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's like, I know I'm where cash it is. In. He's I'm in, a, cash in one of those catch-22s, though. He, now he has to explain why him and little fucking D. Proctor were out in the middle of goddamn nowhere on Foster Ranch alone. But yeah, he's gonna want to keep that hush hush. You're right. So he's yeah, but that's what, that's what the money's for. Okay, yeah, that's right. Hush money. We've all Killing heard hush of. money. Yeah. We're We've, uncovering yeah, so many layers thing. to this mystery that we're not even questioned. Yeah. Like, wait, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I want to put it down right there. Been like, why was this guy hanging out with the kid? Roswell fucking 
alien crash is just an elaborate cover-up for some molestation ring in the middle of fucking New Mexico. It could be. It could be. I hope not. We have just, as much, we have just as much evidence explaining a UFO crash as we do a molestation ring. This is true. Yeah, you're on to yeah. something, you know? Maybe flying saucer. Okay, I'll bite. I'll bite. I'll we're bite. laughing. We're laughing, but it, I think we're on Okay, hold on to me. Hold on to my hands with this one, boys. Flying okay. saucer is a sexual innuendo for when you whip your dick around in a circle. Also, <laughs> okay. Okay. you know, is it flying saucers yeah. last night? <laughs> And it could also be like a molestation ring. Brazzle would have known what it was then. Good point. He invented it for all we know. <laughs> you know? He should get Counter- some credit, okay. right? If he invented that movie. <laughs> okay, so then a whole day later, so Mac Brazel, even though this is like the 1940s when you have to take out a bank loan for 15 bucks, it takes him a whole day to like go to the Chavez County Sheriff George Wilcox and try to claim his $3,000 reward. That's suspect to me. I feel like he'd be like running out of that diner within seconds of hearing about a $3,000 reward. $3,000 is some serious hush money. Oh, big time. Yeah, serious. So he takes a cool 24 hours to go get George Wilcox and Wilcox calls the Roswell Army Airfield and talked to Major Jesse Marshall, an intelligence officer. Marshall, Marshall, yeah, yeah, he sounds intelligent. He drove down to the sheriff's office and inspected the wreckage. William Blanchard, Marshall. See, this is what. Hold on, this is yeah. why this fucking story sucks. Okay, right? <laughs> it's like we gotta go through all these fucking people that don't mean like nothing to me they mean absolutely nothing can it be less than nothing because that's what it means to me right now just you know just fuck everyone's bob and jim and i think at this stage talk to a guy talk to a guy talk to a guy we're just establishing that a lot of people have seen this record and it's unlike anything it's like you're eating dinner and you're just tossing around your vegetables on your plates get to the meat and potatoes (laughs) okay Okay. Fuck that. Bring the dessert in. So they yeah, fuck, fuck dinner. I want dessert. <laughs> the sweet pot. So they yeah, all... That's why that's why like these stories fucking suck. And that's why they're clouded in mystery cuz it's like got to go through fucking the, the <laughs> chain of command. Skimming through it and just picking out the good bits. We can skim through. Yeah, the heart of it here, Mark. I think we're to the real. Is, this is July 6th. Got... This is the heart of it right now. So anyway, all yeah, these guys the get in uh, old Mac Brazel's, you know, poontang wagon and drive off to the wreckage to collect as much of it as they can. Soon after this, the military police, police arrive at the sheriff's office, collect the wreckage Brazel had left there, and deliver the wreckage to Blanchard's office. The wreckage was then flown to the Air Force headquarters in Fort Worth, Texas, and from there to Washington. Marcel and Cavett accompany Brazil back to his car and look for more debris. Ooh. Hmm. So that's interesting. So they did a first sweep, and they got as much as they could. And they flew it all the way to goddamn Washington. 
after it went to Fort Knox or something. Fort Worth. Fort Willis. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Yeah. Didn't isn't that where Nixon or Kennedy was shot? Yeah, it's in Dallas. What happened? In, something else happened in Fort Worth. Um, I think that's they where the, the Dallas fort. Stars play. <laughs> Probably not. Not even close. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Fort Worth is like a nice neighborhood, like north of Dallas. It's like a suburb. Have you Have you ever been? No, but I have like intel. You have no fucking intel. <laughs> Anyways, back to the story. <laughs> Sources tell me it's a nice place to live. Okay, uh, but so yeah, so the, I th- I found that interesting that the 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 military did take certain steps to remove that wreckage and brought it to that military base and then they did send it again to washington apparently eisenhower wanted to see it firsthand yeah president eisenhower at the time he's an expert yeah so it's basically it's they're basically like they're they're telling you in a roundabout way that it's more than fucking you know a weather toothpicks and duct tape and a weather a weather balloon yeah 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 yeah. It's not just a bunch of tinfoil on the ground. Tinfoil and balsam wood. Yeah. But but I feel like too there was a the military told the press on like the first day that it was a uh, an Weather alien balloon. spacecraft oh, that yeah. they had found. Well, we'll get to yeah, that. You're reported. jumping the timeline, bro. Am I jumping the you're Okay, jumping I'm the sorry. I thought, I thought that was the end of the story. Like, they got in the car and they drove oh, away. Oh, no, this is still July 6th. <laughs> <laughs> there You're was a ever after. <laughs> but, okay, okay. There was a red but, so, fucking contrail across that sunset. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day right. of the 7th, Marcel and Cavett collect wreckage from the crash site and after filling Cavett's vehicle with as much wreckage as they could, he told them to go on ahead and collect more wreckage, and they would meet later back in Roswell. Marcel filled his vehicle with wreckage, and on the way back to the airfield, Marcel stopped off at home around 1 to 2 a.m. to show his wife and son the strange material. Both his, him and his wife and son Jesse Jr. fucking examined the debris Jesse Sr. had brought home. Fucking Jesse Jr. remembers that pink, purple, and lavender symbols. Well, there's a goddamn red flag. The L word used to describe purple. <laughs> Light purple. <laughs> Fucking symbols across the center section of some of the small metallic I-beams and debris. Around 4 p.m., so this fucking 14 hours later, Linda... Now, hold on. Before you, before you go any further, yes. like... This is this is interesting because I did I read about this guy Jesse Junior uh, in his fucking lavender description. The, in his lavender description, that in his later years he actually commissioned somebody to make a replica piece of metal of what he saw that day, hmm. and hmm. I saw a picture of it, and it's like it kind of looks like lavender writing i guess right but it's like <laughs> i feel like you're going bullshit right away i couldn't believe that he had paid somebody to be like can you just make this from my mind basically and i'll tote it around and tell everyone that this is what i saw that day but i also read that like someone's also description that they gave was that it had like scotch tape and masking tape on it mm-hmm. and that the lavender uh printing was actually flowers like it was like just mixed uh, in. masking tape with like a flower print on it. Okay. 
So Jesse's got to be that pretty fucking 40s? dumb. In the forties, who knows what they had in the forties? Yeah, who seven knows? maybe. Who knows? Yeah, it's a big year. That's almost like we're almost at the halfway point of the millennia. Yeah, century. Right. We're like fifteen years away from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had it. They had it all. Okay, so around four p.m., a cool twelve hours later. Lydia Sleppy at the Roswell radio station KSWS began transmitting a story on the teletype machine regarding a crashed flying saucer out on the Foster Ranch. What Tra- the fuck is a teletype? Yeah, say, see, they had everything. That's they had that it all. <laughs> machine you were just doing the voice of. The boop, 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 boop. Oh, is that what that is? I thought that was a radio. Okay. <laughs> That's the not teletype. a radio. <laughs> <laughs> But then the transmission was interrupted seemingly by the FBI. That's just hogwash. That could have been anything. It could yeah, just that's be bullshit. a proper functioning teletype machine just doesn't fucking work. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> this is the FBI. <laughs> so, well, yeah, we're, we're yeah. poking a lot of holes Does in Does it this say what they story. cut to? What did they cut to? Probably if it was intercepted. Like some Al Jolston. Oh, okay, okay. Crosby or something. Crosby. You think you could smell the black face through the radio? Yeah, you they, could. They could. You definitely. could smell the shoe. <laughs> you could hear him applying yeah, the makeup, just it. a couple sloshes, and then a murmur. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as you hear that, you know. Yeah, oh, he's putting on his black face. Now, is this before or after Orson Welles has done War of the Worlds? Do we know? Do we know when that was? I could throw it on my phone, Google, real quick. Can we? I mean, I want to say that was the, the producers. 50s. We can ask Mike, are. the expert, first, and then I'll follow up with secondary expert opinion. Yeah, Mike, the expert was. Uh, Why was, am uh, I the expert on this? I'm gonna say well, 1953. You look the most like Orson Welles. You, you're like our fucking. You're the you're the man on the street right now. I thought you were down. Oh with yeah, him. yeah. Well, I'm you down are in with a van on the street. Yeah, and I've been living You're in the band since 1947. The people. Yeah, yeah, I am, but uh, very rarely does Orson Welles come up in conversation. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay. The, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, 1953. Okay. Okay, 53. Yeah. I'm saying I'm gonna say like 28 before the the Great Depression. 28. Yeah. Wow. You guys are both dead wrong. It was 1938. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Pre so, the Great War. No, it's yeah, post yeah. the Great War. No. What the one second, was the Great pre War? Pre the Second. Yeah, Second. <laughs> pre the Second Great War. <laughs> yeah, post the Great War. Pre the Second. The Greater War. <laughs> the, great, the Most Great War. Yeah. <laughs> the recent great war. <laughs> so you're saying basically what you're alluding to is that they have some like it's not like this is completely fabricated from their own uh imagination. Yeah. Like they have something to uh base their opinions on. Yeah, but even like 10 years is a lot. Like I don't Especially know. Especially in 1940s you time. Like you don't And how many anything. people read? They in don't even know how to read back then. They use teletype. Yeah, I don't know if everyone knows how to read. But they probably remember the great tale of Orson Welles and the War of the Worlds. Their names are Woody Woodrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember shit. Okay, all right, all right. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. 
I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying, though, like, so I, I feel like, A, they've, like, you know, they've already had the alien scare once, and B, maybe they're, like, ready for Independence Day Part 2, is all I'm, you know, so okay. when Roswell hits, people are ready to, like, accept, like I say, like, well, yeah, what else are you doing in the 40s, lots of right, like, you're of playing with your hoop and your stick, like, what, <laughs> what else you do, you just gotta dream up these imaginary things, right, you got nothing else to do. Yeah. Playing Duck Duck Maybe. Goose, like, that gets old quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving People on. People want something new. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> the next day, July 8th, Blanchard dictates a press release on the recovery of a flying disc to PIOW Walter Hot. Hot goes into town and delivers the press release to the radio stations and newspaper. First station is KGFL, where he gives the press okay. release live to the nation. The information is put out on the AP wire and arrives to Washington, D.C., carrying out a special team of photographers, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my boy's back. William Woody and his father, <laughs> still curious about their sighting. No, he's been stricken. I struck him. He's back. I <laughs> can't come back. I struck him out. He's heard it on the radio, so he's going to come back to town. So they do listen to the radio in this part of the world. There you go. He listens to KGFL, sweating to the oldies. Which is the <laughs> most current which music is just on the radio. Right? Which is yeah, Woody is the first music ever. That's a fucking category, just first music ever. Pops and cracks and like, can you hear it? Can you hear my voice? Yeah. <laughs> It's working. So fucking William Woody and his father, Papa Woody, still curious about their sighting. <laughs> Papa Boner. <laughs> they fucking set out on Highway 285 north of Roswell toward Ramon. The military had all side roads and tracks from 285 north blocked off. A few miles south of Ramon is a turnoff to Highway 247. This is very important news. Which yeah, would take you by the general area of the Foster Ranch. But this exit was also blocked. So they turned mm. away and went home. Why the fuck did I just read that paragraph? God damn it. Dude, I've been you thinking that for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I should have done that. Right? <laughs> but yeah. the news of the... Res- well, clearly they're like just driving around, killing driving time, probably around. drunk. And they, they had the like, like, wherewithal to go and report that they drove around all fucking day to somebody who took it down. We took 285 no. north, and, and it I was think blocked. It, it adds to my before. Like, I struck him from the record. Yeah. He's like, you get out of here. <laughs> and they even said it back then. Like, get out of here, Woody. Fucking Woody. We yeah. already fucking listened to you. Your father. <laughs> yeah, your father making shit up again. Get out. <laughs> and even this fucking Brazzle guy going back to his shed and taking all day to get his parts together. I'm not buying oh, it. Oh, my parts. Not fucking buying it. Okay, so the news of the recovery spreads across the news wires. Phone lines at the base light up, blah, blah, blah. The only newspaper that carried the initial flying saucer version of the story were newspapers from the Midwest and going westward. So that's the Chicago Daily News, Los Angeles Herald, San Francisco Examiner, and the Roswell Daily Record. Well, that's a big fucking newspaper to be covered in. The goddamn Roswell Daily the Record. The Record fucking covered it. My God. Wow. The, the New York yeah. Times, the Washington Post, and the Chicago Tribune 
didn't didn't report to the record. (laughs) They didn't report the initial response, but carried the cover-up stories the next morning. So basically, like we all know that when it was first released, that they said flying saucer discovered, blah blah blah, and then immediately retract that and say weather balloon. Oh, sorry, we fucked up. It was a weather balloon. Yeah, and they release those photos or that photo of whoever sitting yeah, the on the ground with a bunch of tin yeah. foil and some fucking tongue depressors. Yeah. Yeah, we all saw the photo. Um, <laughs> Fishy. Yeah. Fishy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, I mean, this is where... Listen, if, is... you, if, you are, um, if you are, like, you know, in the military, you have, you know, some whatever fucking title, you're a guy in the know... You're part of whatever fucking string of the military. If you see a fucking deflated weather balloon on the ground, you're not going to be like, out of worldly! (laughs) You know, you're not going to freak out and be like, (laughs) fucking run to the neighbor's house. Like, that's a, you know, a broken weather balloon. Big deal. You're not also not flying a fucking broken weather balloon to Washington. That's the thing that, right? Because even if you go with, like, okay, so it was a weather balloon... Here we are on the fucking whatever date it is, and the cleanup continues at the crash site. Brazel is flown back to the base and leaves his lo- <coughs> and, li- and is met by Walt Whitmore of the radio station, who interviews him about the find. Blanchard visits the debris field and impact site with his staff. A second flight from Washington D.C. arrives at the base. Rickett gives the crew a sealed box filled with debris, and a plane returns shortly to Washington. This is the fourth flight out that day, and the Roswell Daily Record carries an RAAF captures flying saucer headline. So this is a lot of goddamn flying around the nation, bringing people in and out of D.C. for a weather balloon. Maybe Amelia Earhart was... They thought she was in it. Okay, what's your expert opinion on when the fuck Amelia Earhart crashed into the Pacific Ocean? Before or after? Probably like 1912. All right. After the Great War. You're saying pre-Great War. War. Middle of Great War? I'm going to say 1917. 18, 1918. No, that was that was like when the Great War was at its height. There was no way they were letting a woman oh, fly okay. around the world. Well, right after. When was it after? 1922? It, it was pre the Great War. 1937. The, great war. the Second Great War. Oh, <laughs> what year was it? <laughs> pre the Greater War. Wait, yeah. now I'm confused. 37. So here it, like, it was almost the boys, same time. Here it as, comes. Like, yeah. hey, like, this is all the, the, fucking tiny. People up in 1947 are ready for a second alien attack, and two, everyone's on the lookout for Amelia. Amelia. Like, of course, they're yeah. going to fucking, like, just close down all the roads, get all the military out here. Oh, no Maybe wonder she, she crashed. Her plane was made of tinfoil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that was her. Yeah. yeah. Where, where's Jesus. John Noonan? They said. No one said that. <laughs> No, that was no the name of the uh, the other guy on her plane. That's a, that's a different episode. Tune in later okay. for more John Noonan we'll stories. We'll get to John Noonan later. <laughs> but <laughs> people can't re- wait. Returning back to 1947, Sergeant Melvin Sergeant Melvin Brown looks under the tarp on the back of a truck of at the impact site and sees several bodies. Glenn Dennis, a local mortician 
is interviewed by the military and asked several questions about tissue preservation procedures and if he has access to and the smallest penises. caskets available. The trunk carrying the bodies children. arrives. Bunch of children. It could be children. Brazzle, what did you do? This is yeah, back to this. This is Brazzle's cover up. Flying saucer <laughs> is code for pedophilia ring. Yeah. yeah. We can't tell and the world spinning about your this. dick around. Tell him it was a flying saucer. It's a flying saucer. Yeah. Come back to my room for a flying saucer. <laughs> <laughs> is that the new Mexican accent? That's the new, like, 1940s accent. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Come see my flying saucer, Sam. Get flying saucer in the eyes. The pathologist, Dr. Jesse Johnson Jr. These fucking names are all out of a Stan Lee comic book. Attempts a preliminary yeah, autopsy. <laughs> fucking Dennis. He turned into Venom. Glenn Dennis tries to visit the base hospital but is turned away forcibly. A nurse friend warns him to leave before he gets in trouble. And at 8.30... You get out of here, Glenn. His nurse friend. I you want none of this. Nurse friend is definitely like wink, wink, roommate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then July 9th, the next day, the troops continue to clean up the crash site. And at the base, three C-54s begin loaded with crates filled with debris... And then they warn Walt Whitman Sr. to stop broadcasting an interview with Brazil, and a representative of the FCC threatens to pull the broadcasting license. Officers from the base locate Brazil, who had stayed with Whitmore, wink wink, and returned him to the base for questioning. Brazil is taken by the military to the office of Roswell Daily Record, where he gives a revised, sanitized version of his story. The crate with the bodies is moved to the hangar, to bomb pit number one. Officers from the base visit the newspaper and radio offices in town and recover all copies of the original press release and revise the story to the more sanitized version with the downed weather balloon. So what was Walt Whitman doing there? Walt Whitman, let's scan back up. He, he was interviewing the, Yeah, he works at the radio station. Like the Walt Whitman. I think it's a different Walt Whitman. It might. I think you would change your name if it was Walt. If your name was Walt Whitman, and there's a, be like senior. a way Walt better Whitman fucking senior. Walt Whitman out there. There might be. It might be the Walt Whitman. <laughs> I mean, like this isn't Spartacus. <laughs> Just fucking claim the guy. Like, come on. I don't know. Well, that's. I stopped listening after you said Walt Whitman was there. Well, like, like, what? Is he just writing books? Everyone's about it? fucking name just rhymes first and last letter. So yeah. maybe it was just oh, really know. common back then. Mm-hmm. William Woody and. So they said they found bodies. Yes. Yeah. And a local mortician says he was asked about tissue preservation. Like procedures. Yeah. And I, I've seen interviews with the uh, actual, the, like, I guess he would be the mortician for the military base that um, all the people, all the military dudes came from. That might be Glenn and Dennis, I saw that, who we got here, yeah. And I saw the dude that, like, the guy that made the caskets, the four caskets for the, I guess. Yep. The children, we'll call them. Uh, 
and like the one uh, the 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 mortician guy was like it was pretty i don't know if, if he is who he says he is and says that he was there at this site like you know it's basically like the coroner yeah being there saying like hey i saw these bodies i thought that was a that was an interesting so you're not striking eyewitness. him from the record just walt or not Woody? Wood. <laughs> Just Woody, yeah. Because they, they even told him to leave. They said, "Get out, Wood." <laughs> we want to hear that shit. Yeah, <laughs> your crackpot theories. But yeah, no, that guy. So I mean, so they did they sweep they swept that under the rug too. Then the fact that that the uh, coroner, um, or who was it, mortician? No, so it asked. was the. It was the like military coroner, like he was in mm. charge of the morgue on the military base. So, when they supposedly found bodies, they didn't have to call like the state coroner because they had their own military coroner to take care. Of, right, like it's its own okay. military. Now police let's and all let's that just nonsense. say they found even one body. There's no yeah. one person riding a weather balloon. If they found multiple bodies, there's definitely not multiple people. Riding a weather balloon, unless weather unless balloon? it's unless that's how Mexicans used to sneak in here. I don't think like, that's possible. I think the border was free, like the sunshine. Yeah, yeah. If you can survive, and, like the love you know, between the, a, yeah, Brazil and the Native American tribes between here and there, then <laughs> wow, yeah. it's not that long ago. Well, it was still it was still wild <laughs> in the forties. <laughs> oh, barely. I I'm leaning back toward weather balloon falls on pedophile ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> military pedophile. So they ring. make up the flying saucer thing, and they're like, "Wait, wait, wait, yeah. wait! This is worse than the pedophile ring." <laughs> Just <laughs> going. I know we keep joking about it, and we probably couldn't. We shouldn't keep joking about like the pedophile ring because it's not like a laughing matter. But I genuinely feel like okay. we have just. Crackers. Our weather balloon has fallen on a pedophile <laughs> ring in New Mexico that nobody has stumbled upon before. It's just as likely. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a big elaborate fucking story and you got to talk to 40,000 government officials to get the official story out, the official yeah. narrative. It's like, yeah, they're covering something up. It's either aliens or to. pedophilia. Like it's one or the other. How big yeah, are weather no balloons? Because this crash site is need multiple days of cleaning up. I'd say probably this fairly is, yeah. big. So I, are you done reading your story? No, we got two more, more two more quick days. So I just okay because I feel like I thought I've heard somewhere that the the the, the where they crashed was like a hundred feet wide by like. I don't know. I want to say like two football fields long. What a weather balloon! Hundred feet is That's, not two football yeah. fields. No, uh, like <laughs> wide, like the 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 crater. Listen, listen. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. maybe I said it wrong, but the, like it was a hundred. Like the the impact of where it hit. It wasn't so much like a like a hit and like a crater. It was like they hit and skid. Okay. So I'm saying that okay. it was like a hundred feet wide by like the two hundred feet lateral, or you know what I mean, like the dimensions of it. Mm-hmm. That was what I read was the size of the impact crater. And now you're telling me that it did on record supposedly 
take at least three days worth of cleanup that they're doing. So that kind of adds up there a little bit. You know, right. and you would think like if like how much of a cleanup, how how important would it be if it was something man made to get every little fucking piece, right? Right. If you it was a red balloon, like an even if it was an airplane, like how important would it be to get every fucking piece? Yeah. They try to get like even when there's like airplane crashes now, they try to do it because they can like it's weird how they can like put the plane back together per se. Nineteen forty-seven, reconstruct what happened, but yeah, in the forties. Yeah, but okay, I'm saying now, right? I'm not. I'm just saying like if they're on the verge of inventing plastic, you know, (laughs) if your weather balloon crashed into anything, you just got to get a fucking ladder and a broom and like (laughs) totally. You know, like I don't think that's a three-day <laughs> thing. Fucking burn it. Yeah, I don't know? even. You guys got to check your fucking like your budget because you are like just wasting money. Like I don't yeah, even think you can have like balloon and crash in the same sentence. Like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's balloon just yeah, yeah, you... came down. It can't crash. <laughs> it came down. Yeah, <laughs> just not how we wanted it to come back down. Yeah, I like. It's just like I don't know. I don't know. I guess. So, I, it must have been a pedophile. It's rig. a pedophile. I, <laughs> I was le- I was gonna say something like that's where I'm leaning. So on yeah. the tenth of July, the cleanup continues at the crash site. Brazil continues to be interrogated and held at the guest house at the military base. The remaining debris is confiscated from his shed by the sheriff Wilcox military personnel. And then on July 11th, the MPs and others involved in the retrieval of the debris are debriefed and told to forget about it and that nothing happened. This included Brazil, and following a period of detention, Brazil um, changed his initial story to line up with the more sanitized weather balloon version. Hmm. Bullshit. And that's the end of the timeline. Sounds like a false confession. That's that's a dassy confession for sure. Oh, that's a dasser. Yeah. You just wanted to get out and watch <laughs> WrestleMania. That's all right. You just wanted to see WrestleMania 1. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. So, one thing I read about the weather balloon, and this is, it kind of, I think, is a reason for the cover-up, is that it wasn't actually a weather balloon. Mm-hmm. But it was a balloon that the military to, was for developing sound or whatever, to, right? No, for like radiation and like to to oh. detect nuclear. Oh, it was, it was through sound, though. It was through okay. sound. Yeah, but but it was that it was this. You know, I think also too like we haven't touched on it, but like nineteen forty seven is this forty eight? It happened. Yeah, forty seven. Like the bomb. The nukes were dropped less than five years oh, yeah. prior to this. New Mexico is a so, hotbed like, keep... for tests and all that shit too. Yeah, right. And we're so, on the like... verge of the Cold War, like at the start of the oh, Cold. Cold War. No, Cold War's already started. Yeah, that's started. Yeah, it, yeah, it started. And Cold, right Cold before the Great War. The, right before the Second Great War. <laughs> <laughs> the second good one. Well, the like um, the Cold War, the Cold War. <laughs> might have started but it wasn't like uh it wasn't uh it hadn't picked up a lot of steam but like in the in the in the mid 40s oh yeah no no yeah no yeah this is just the beginning of it right yeah yeah but But they're worried they're worried right so like the government's doing all kinds of weird shit you know secretly to try and get the edge i could just see though 
the government, yeah. Like, I think, too, one thing that I kind of, like, that I thought of last night was that, like, so the America's dropped a bomb, and they're all, like, big dicks swinging right now because they're, like, you know, we're the only ones with the bomb. And so what yeah. I read was that they were developing this balloon technology to detect radioactive material and could like detect when nuclear bombs <coughs> were going to be or like were detonated i guess yeah so, it was like through sound waves like i think it was called project mogul or something but i, I feel like it's kind of just like you know for being the big dick swinger that you are the fact that you're kind of also developing this technology to detect in case it happens to you right it's yeah. kind of like not the narrative that america wants to right you know not like they don't want to five years from the bomb you know like we're still killing it Mm -hmm. so i think i kind of felt like that was like could be a reason why they didn't want to say that this was what the balloon was they just said it was this uh weather balloon and that is why it took the like the military did come and take it like three days to take it away to fort worth texas was because maybe it did have some sensitive material like you know shit that or even it maybe it was radioactive in its own right that it's yeah, not yeah. something that you want to be fucking with it wasn't a fucking weather balloon. yeah i think like, well, yeah, the government admits been. the government admits that there was a cover-up and their official narrative behind that was it was part of that project mogul uh basically trying to detect if uh you know russia or, or whoever was was detonating nuclear bombs or or explode like if there was explosions going off yeah. Uh, one way or another, right? Like that was—that's the official yeah. narrative, and that's why they said they did cover up, you know, the the original flying saucer slash weather balloon story, was to protect, yeah. you know, the public interest, which yeah. is fair. And that's—I get know, it. Yeah. Public is morons. We already just went through all this. Yeah, like the slack. But they draws. still, but they still do nothing, nothing at all. To get the heat away from the pedophilia ring, <laughs> nothing. They don't even. <laughs> they don't even mention it. Nobody asked about it. I think they did great. No one. Like, nobody. Like everyone's the... more bent up on like. They're still knocking on that guy's door, Brazel's door, like, and you know yeah. every time he hears that knock, he's just like, "Well, this is it." Like kisses his wife. Like it's been a good run. He kisses his. And then it's just some genitals. like fucking sweaty faced teenager, like. Can you retell your account of that day when you discovered the alien, de- like, device? And he's just like, oh, God. Like, Come down go. to my basement. Hello, Come, sir. Yeah, Can I see you? in your shed where you held the alien debris? Yeah, alien debris. That's what's in the shed. Alien debris. Yeah. Yeah. It's the ball of big foil. Alien debris squirted yeah. all over the walls. Yeah. <laughs> over by those chains, there's a ball of tinfoil. Yeah. <laughs> You call it alien debris, I just call it mine. <laughs> Sexual debris, did you say? <laughs> you want to see a real flying saucer? <laughs> he instantly goes back to talking like he's in 1940. I learned this from my father's friend, old Papa Woody. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So, but again, the one guy I saw, the coroner, I thought he, when I saw his little interview, there was a moment of just like, I don't know, like, did this guy see some shit? Like, he seems like, of all of them, didn't seem like the biggest of the crackpots. 
but well, and there's also like first hand. Well, I don't also, know if it's first. There's also accounts that like hundreds and hundreds, upwards to six hundred people, I read, uh, have similar or yeah. you know exact same story as you know that that other person. That could that be telephone game? Could that be because everybody in Roswell's fucking bored in 1947? Definitely. So everyone's talking and you know coming to like this you know story within you know their social lives but there's hundreds of people that report the same things and and some of them report seeing bodies at the crash yeah. site and now could yeah. that have been that the way that the weather balloon came down right smack in the middle of the pedophilia <laughs> ring we're not ruling that out we're not ruling that out, we're no. not ruling that out. okay i'm not no. ruling that out. I, I it would be like irresponsible to rule that out right now <laughs> yeah, I think that, again, there's more evidence right now to support yeah. the pedophilia ring than aliens. <laughs> Small coffins, like that suspect. Yeah, mortician yeah. involved. Suspect. Mm-hmm. Suspect. Shed. Yeah. Shed. Yeah. Like the most suspect. As soon as you bring the, the shed in the mix, everyone's name rhymes. New Mexico. New Mexico. <laughs> suspect. Yeah. Post the Great War. Why do you why do you think they left old Mexico? <laughs> yeah. You know. First Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, no, well, and like I did also read this thing where like there's a it's like they refer to it as like the the Roswell syndrome about how it's like when this first happened Nobody really gave a fuck that, like, it got, was like, oh, no, it's just a weather balloon. And everyone was just like, okay, whatever. But then it was, like, 30 years later, like, in the 1970s, was when people actually started to, like, question what happened at Roswell. Right. And that's when it blew into, like, what it was. And so, it's, Mm -hmm. I can't remember them, but it's, like, the steps of denial where it's just, like, there's, like, five steps that usually, like, Bigfoot kind of falls into the same Mm -hmm. thing, like, when that, you know, it's. It just kind of, with time, it turns into, like, a mythos that we all cling to and that everybody has an opinion on based on hearsay, right? And how so many books, there was, like, four or five books that got written by, like, the same two dudes that talked about how they talked to, like, over 300 people, 300 different eyewitnesses. But then, like, like, this article I was reading was like, but then when, like, you whittle it down... It's like there's really, of those 300 people, there's only 13 of these people that were actually there that day. Right. And, like, only seven of them that were actually at the, like, crash site. Mm. So, like, all this other testimony, like, you know. Yeah, it's third-hand information. Expert testimony is all kind of just bullshit, right? And. And then even that was a lot of a lot of the stories that they were hearing was like, well, my daddy was there or like my daddy's friend was there and they told him. Yeah, some of the most interesting testimonies are like are the people that like worked for the government and, you know, confessed to certain things on their deathbed. Now, I mean, how legitimate is that? I don't know. But like that, I find that fairly interesting. The people that want to, you know. Like whatever, what do I have to lose now? I'm gonna die tomorrow. Here's you know, what I know. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy the fucking death bed confession. I don't know if bullshit. I buy it, but it's interesting. I'd confess to lots of shit on my deathbed for sure. 
Just to throw just, a wrench into yeah. things before you leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the Lindbergh yeah. baby. Just give you know, directions like... to something and not explain what. Just send someone off. <laughs> yeah. Look for a giant X. 1,500 miles yeah. north by northwest. For the biggest. Because, like, one of the things I, I saw was, like, a guy gave a deathbed confessional about, I think, being in the autopsy room with mm. the aliens. And some guy wrote a book about it, but then like his family came out and was just like, like the last like five years before this guy died, like he, he had, was his, yeah. yeah, like he had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. Like you can't, you don't get to, you can't use this as credible. He grew up in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this doesn't count. He like, was a janitor. Spell autopsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i just right. find the i find the deathbed confessions interesting when it comes to you know aliens or whatever other conspiratorial things but i mean i don't know how credible they are i want like like if i ever did anything like crazy like covered up a pedophilia ring or aliens <laughs> yeah. like i think i would like get my lawyer involved Make a recording, mm. and then just when you're be like, right lock line. this away in a vent. Not a vent, a vault. Put it in a vent somewhere. Yeah. That's your fucking pedophilia training coming back up. <laughs> yeah, no one looks in the vents. Put it in the vents. Lower bar. Yeah. Um, Put it in the shed. That's what I. That's what I would believe. I would believe like an actual like, hey, I'm. You know, this, you know, say it all. Say everything. I, even if you don't want to, just do it so when it's all said and done, you can, someone could find that tape and be like, oh, mystery solved. Or just take it to your grave and get away with it. Yeah. yeah if, it's, your if, you're, if you're a leader of a pedophile ring, don't go confessing to that. <laughs> don't believe you know? in anything in Vince. Maybe don't do or, it no, to begin with. But you if you're doing should, it. You should also stop doing that. Yeah, just stop doing it. Don't tell yeah, it. If you're the leader you know, of a pedophilia ring, if you're leading a pedophilia <laughs> ring called the Flying Saucer, would it be a confession <laughs> or a bragging? <laughs> yeah, hard to say. Hard to hard say. To Where's say. the line? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to Jesus. confess. I mean, brag about my pedophilia ring. Um, I mean, like, like this, this whole Roswell thing... Like, I, I think aliens are fairly interesting and, in, like, the fact that they might live among us and they might have visited us. But this Roswell thing is just fucking dry, man. It's so dry. I'm into it. It's I'm, covered in I'm, bureaucracy. I feel like it goes aliens and then pedophilia ring and then experimental radiation detector. That's my stance. So you, you think it was aliens? Yeah. Wow. I'm going alien. Hmm. Full like full alien. Did they survive the crash? No, or those were bodies. All that stuff. Were there any bodies? Well, like four, like you said, and they had to get. You want to hear little, a crazy little... story I heard today? I was reading about. Does it revolve that... around this subject? Or are we going off the rails? Oh, it's, a, it's specifically <laughs> this uh, subject. Okay. So the story was: Have you ever heard of Joseph Mangala? I have. Yes, I the, he was a Nazi angel doctor. Of death. Angel of Death, and he like oh, his, he was, okay. his specialty was experimenting on children, and his special specialty 
was experimenting <laughs> on twin children. Okay. But so the story I read today was that Joseph Stalin, leader of the USSR at the time, uh, after they invaded Germany, he took uh, Mengele and, like, you know, took him into the military side of the the USSR. Right. No different mm. than what, like, yeah. the Americans paper did, right, for the NASA yeah. project. Yeah, like we talked yeah, about yeah. It. yeah, so, but that they, he got Mangala to, like, get, like, four, like, children to surgically modify them to make their foreheads bigger and their eyes bigger and sent them on a... Basically, it was a missile, but it was supposed to be a like looked like a plane <laughs> that they shot at Roswell. Oh my god! What are you talking like, about? Add to the hysteria, <laughs> sir. This, the, sir, this is slander. You cannot just make up these guys. <laughs> I'm not making this up. <laughs> I like story. it. I like it. Hold water. Fucking just <laughs> like sent for. <laughs> on the side of a missile. <laughs> yeah, I read that. My chest hurts. Oh, oh yeah. No, I fucking. <laughs> I think he, like. I heard the cartilage in my chest. <laughs> I read that in my office today, and I nearly lost my shit. <laughs> oh, but, oh, but, I like it. I like it. That's the one I want to believe. They did it just to just to, just fuck, to with fuck with the Americans. Just like, to just fuck to with like, them. Yeah, yeah, just to fuck with them. That does wow. explain the cover up. Like after like wow. a bunch of heads of state like fucking played phone tag. Yeah. They're like, this is Mangala's handprints all over it. <laughs> we have to cover this up or like adds to it that it's like when they first found it they were like oh my god it's a flying saucer tell the world and then like as soon as a real doctor came in it was just like what the fuck <laughs> these are children these are the, the eyes of four children all just fucking sewn together to make a larger eye yeah. like, oh my god <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, I it like was it. Pretty wild. I I'm, like it. I'm glad I remembered that. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I'm going that. pedophile ring, Mangala, then aliens. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm putting that up there. I'm bumping that up. You, you've bumped. Uh, <laughs> definitely evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going like the weird uh, nuclear testing balloon. Yep. I think. I think that they covered it up. Uh, but they're just like, it was a stu- like, it was a, you don't need to cover this up, but they did because they thought they were cool. Uh, and then I'm going Mangla, and then I'm going Alien. No, then I'm going Pedophile Ring. <laughs> I don't even think there was Aliens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. The reason why I don't, the reason why I have a hard time believing the weather balloon thing or like the Project Mogul is because they want you to believe that stuff. And yeah, the, the person lying to like, you they're the, and they're the kings. They're yeah, the yeah. kings that pulling the wool over your eyes. Right? You can't be like, this isn't a cover up, but it is a cover up for this other thing. It's like no cover up. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's interesting? I know I've lied to you before, said, baby, but I'm not lying now. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that, that I found you, interesting baby. was there was a, like three different times since it happened the official statement from the military has been 
like the first time it happened they said it was a weather balloon and then in the 90s they did a like a internal affair like investigation and that's where they came out with like the 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 mogul thing like the nuclear balloon mm-hmm. uh right so now they're all, they've changed that's they've changed their story now right, right? granted mm-hmm. it was like 50 years later but they've changed their story and they have since recently been asked again within the last five years i can't remember when they got asked again what happened and they are now basically just saying like we you know we're not we don't know what happened mm. like it yeah, yeah. was it a cover up what was it a cover up cover up was it not a cover up they just don't they won't admit to anything at this point yeah there's been enough time so. between then and now where they can just be like we don't know <laughs> yeah which yeah. is fine but i mean yeah yeah it was a long time ago get think, over it yeah. yeah but i mean like if you ask them what happened to kennedy they would tell you what the same thing yeah you know what i mean like you think you would stick to it right or i think it just adds like my thing is like i think aliens exist i think aliens have been to earth but i don't think they did on this time that it's like hey if you guys if you idiots want to fucking focus on roswell go for it Mm. you know waste your time you know (laughs) remember in fucking arizona when all those lights fucking just showed up over that's a future episode marfa or some shit lights i don't know i don't even know i think it's marfa lights but you know what i mean i'm just saying it's like of all the weather control shit what are you talking about there was just like one night in arizona there was a bunch of like i think it was like 12 lights showed up over top of oh yes tucson arizona i think maybe phoenix no it's phoenix phoenix arizona okay and like everybody saw it some shit over la too that happened yeah pedophile ring i just think (laughs) yeah. <laughs> all pedophiles yeah i just think like the they've taken to the sky countered aliens but the gov but the government is just like hey if you guys want to focus on roswell then go for it like waste your time and energy yeah we we're gonna did. do this shit over here yeah, yeah. and you stay don't over bring there. up these other times that we did yeah, these yeah. other things well and they, that could just been sure. their government learning curve oh, too where they're like opinion. where they're it. like you know i think with that we is, should uh, switch over to our ask an expert from our favorite fan brian from toronto Ooh, and uh the brian the, not a new one the brian and he he sets this up with this time of year we hear the phrase new year new me and it's sickening what part of the body other than your penis would you replace with a cybernetic enhancement? Wow. Oh, fuck. Like, I feel like I need, like, a Whoopi Goldberg joke answer. <laughs> but in all honesty, I would fix my nose. You'd, my fix, no- like, and it's you'd not have a like, robot nose. Yeah, I wouldn't want it to be any different looking. I would just want it to work. Wait, so I missed the question. I window. totally missed the question, but are we still talking about the pedophile ring? Or, no. or what? I'll reread the question. Okay, please. Brian from Toronto messaged us, and he says, It's this time of year where we hear the phrase, New Year, New Me, a sickening amount. What part of your body, other than your penis, would you replace with a cybernetic enhancement? Oh, and Skyler said he would just have his fucking nose. (laughs) If you could pick one thing, it'd be your nose. Fucking robot nose. I just want to breathe. 
What about your fucking <laughs> shitty eyes? You wouldn't have robot eyes? Yeah. Eyes no, I got sexy eyes. Yeah, but they don't work. Same as your nose. Well, he's got the good eyes in the family, too, right? They work. No, he doesn't. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they, they work longer. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> now that the roommate's got benefits, I'm going to be getting glasses real soon. a <laughs> boy. Yeah, I would add uh, that weather hers. balloon to the bank. I would go ahead oh, and replace my uh, wrists with some robot arms, like elbow to hand. Wrists? I have really thin, yeah, yeah, almost lavender esque wrists. <laughs> <laughs> but then it could be like a multi tool, right? Like all your shit. Yeah, kind of like shit. Predator. Yeah, have a little fucking. Like Bob pipe. from The Matrix? Wow, a little glitch wow. on there. Reboot, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have a... But what about your little ankles? Though? No, they're fine. No one can see those. They're fine. Okay. <laughs> they're not the first thing you look at when I meet you and shake your hand, and I see the look of disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so, anything like if I, yeah, I don't know. I'd I'm have, changing my. I throw some Infinity War gauntlets, <laughs> both hands. Wow. Just snapping. <laughs> Just snapping around. It's like the Jets. <laughs> Just tiptoeing and snapping around. Yeah. So what are you changing from your nose? And like, what does cybernetic mean? Like, I think that's where you interpret it. I'm going Infinity War gauntlets, both arms. Well, both arms. (laughs) I'm going. Fuck. I'm going cybernetic. It's a hard one. Taint. I'm going the taint. Yeah. (laughs) Taint. Now you're picking taint. Now. I'm going taint. And it can be Why? like my new cybernetic pocket, and I can put things in okay. it. But I can also okay. things can come out of it. It's like when you when you get one of those hide keys for your vehicle that magnetics up into yeah. the bottom of your vehicle. You could do that with your house keys, just kink right to the tank. Yeah. No, so I was, I was also thinking keys. like loophole and Brian's. He says I couldn't do my penis, but he didn't say that I couldn't have. Like a sheath that comes out of my taint mm. and then goes over top of my penis. Wow, okay, right, okay. Right. Or yeah. even if just yeah, like... Uh, and I call it the infinity gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> it's my lower gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> it's always snapping. I think I would do hands. I'd do hands. That's mine. They just... <laughs> not not arm. Like, keep keep my arms. Just, just uh, hands. Fucking right? metal ass hands. Just... Larger, smaller? Yeah. Uh, smaller, significantly. <laughs> Little raccoon right? So you could get into places, into interesting places a lot easier. Like little baby hands, like doll hands, but they're just like made out of adamantium steel. You Kay. know what I mean? Like just the strongest We know what you thing. mean, yeah. Weather balloon oh, material. Yeah, I, I know what adamantium is. <laughs> of course. It's what my sheath is made of. out of. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't expect any different. No. Right, we're doing a lot here. of wear and tear. Mm-hmm. But you know, like my hands probably get the most damage out of any body part. You know, next to penis, <laughs> but they get the they get the most damage, and it's like yeah, because if they your were hand sl- is next to your penis. Yeah, wear and tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say hands. In the egg. <laughs> <laughs> So much like you and like you and I are one of the same that if we can't change our penis, we'll just make things to make our penises penis, better. Penis experience make your penis a lot better. look better by yeah. having little tiny robot hands. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, they're on the bed. My, have you grown? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> and there'd be like a there'd be like a warming option too, just like click of a button, clink. Ooh. Yeah, nice warming Ooh. option. You wouldn't just have it on all the time. You may. Depends how frisky. Sometimes you, are. you just want it fucking like metal cold. Ooh, gun yeah. metal. If you're if you're drinking, like if you're drinking, oh, yeah. you want to have your you could cold drink. Keep the beer cold. Yeah. Dip in one finger so and stir it. your. You could. Ooh. You could do that. You do Sky's the limit. Do whatever, you, whatever you want. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, has, I would also has... get my throat done so I could, like, <laughs> You're going to go to the full cybernetic eyes, nose, and throat doctor. <laughs> yeah. The workspace. Yeah. <laughs> my first thought was I also just heat. make my everything but my penis cybernetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loophole. The robot Called with a the dick human transplant. penis. <laughs> I thought teeth would be good too, because they're always getting hurt. You know, they're always fucking. Oh up. yeah, robot teeth. Robot teeth. Ooh. Robot jaw. Yeah, like the yeah. James Bond villain. That'd be cool. That looks natural. Yeah, no one natural. would not. Nobody would make fun of him. <laughs> no. <laughs> at least they wouldn't be looking at your slippers. <laughs> or oh, your umbrella. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck! I think that's time to call. All it. right, time of death. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. are we? I I feel like you know what? This is like a weird, like weird moment where like RJ, you you think it was aliens, but me and Mike both think uh, like Joseph Mangalus and a rocket from <laughs> Russia. <laughs> that's what you fucking brought. That's to the just table. what I want to believe. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Two out of three experts agree. Yeah. <laughs> Mangla. Joseph Maglad and again. Old Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Frontline Fiesta, thank you for the intro music. <laughs> you guys are the best. We are the pretty much experts, and we'll be back next week with another... Joseph Mangala inspired topic. <laughs> Another pedophile <laughs> ring story. We'll uncover a new pedophile ring every week for all of 2019. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> good, good, perfect. Done. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. We are pretty much experts. You can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. While you're at it, go have a look at our Facebook page. You can ask an expert any time of day or night, whatever you like. And if you're into it, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment. We want to hear from you, baby. Thanks again, everybody. Tune in next week. We are pretty much experts, and we love you, I guess. <laughs>